Hi there, Scott Hamilton Rockfile back with another podcast review for your ears. I'm going to be talking about episode two of The Peripheral. Wow, short version is watch this show. <laughs> the first episode did not give me a full picture of what the show was going to be like, and I don't think the second one did either, and the second one was quite different. Well, sort of. A little bit of spoilers here. There's only two episodes up, so we can't get any farther than this. If you haven't watched the show yet, though, watch it before you hear this. So as we learned in the preview for the next week, um, she's not going into a sim. This is actually time travel. And we don't know the particulars of it yet, but they kind of mentally jump into a peripheral in the future. That's why in the first episode, when tries to pull her hand out of something, it rips the skin off and there's like a robot underneath. In the second episode, in the future, they make her a peripheral that looks like her. It's easier for her to get in it, control it. It looks like her. It acts like her. Also makes it easier for the audience. But the episode actually begins with the, the standoff that was, you know, building at the end of the first episode. There is a group of mercenaries who have picked up the job to take out the family. Everybody who's involved, who's who's found out about this technology. Little do they know that these guys in the woods have as good, if not better, technology than they have with the drones and everything, and they see them coming, and they put up a good fight, and we win. The good guys win. Barely. So then we get into the episode proper. She has to go back into the thing to get some more information. That's where we start getting our information dumps. This is very much from the creators of Westworld, but it's different. Westworld takes place in in an almost alien world. Um, this is very much a future version of our world. Well, two future versions of our world, actually. In the London she's in in the future, something has happened. There are these giant statues built all around. We have no idea. Some things are in disrepair. There's not a whole lot of people around. And the people who are doing the time travel and commissioning all this and paying for things and all that kind of stuff are not telling her the full story. To prove their point, they send a cure. The cure for what her mother has, this was a big part of the first episode, she's taking care of her blind mother because she has some sort of uh, ocular cancer, I guess, that's going to kill her eventually, but she doesn't know that. Um, but it's made her blind and, and she's not healthy. So the person in the future, um, try to remember his name. Anyway, Neff, yeah. Nev, in the future, he tells her that he will send back a prescription for the cure and pay for it uh, to prove. And she really doesn't believe it, but she goes back and she does go to the expensive drugstore. She said in the first episode she couldn't afford and gets the, the quote-unquote the treatment and goes back and tells her mother it's an experimental drug and gives it to her. And through half of the episode, it doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot. She's fighting something. They begin to give her more information. She finds out that the cure may not work. There's only like a 59% chance. 
but she does learn a little bit more that she is time traveling. Her consciousness goes into the future. It's a basically a data transfer, quantum tunneling kind of thing, which kind of makes sense. To physically travel time um, is a near impossibility based on what we know about physics these days. Now, that could change, but, but the idea of quantum tunneling and transferring data across time and space, that has already been proven. So an extrapolation of that to this is not that much of a leap. Matter of fact, they have an explanation where they're trying to explain it. She's trying to explain it to her brother, who she started, you know, this mission working for him, pretending to be him. Explains to him that she, you know, about the avatar, this this peripheral, she leaps into and controls from a distance, and he totally believed all that. She said, "Yeah, but the hard part is it's seventy years in the future." So some event has taken place. Now, I did a tiny bit of research in between because I really don't want any spoilers. It's why I'm glad I didn't know anything about the book. It's not a short story. It was actually a novel just a few years ago, actually, like 2014. They optioned this book to be made years ago. It's taken a while to get it made, like four years. That's, that's you know, for a TV show, that's kind of huge. There's only going to be eight episodes, but they're already working on season two. So that tells me it's going to continue. Wikipedia and such doesn't have a whole lot of information on the show because, well, there's only two episodes. They don't even, they list all the writers for all the episodes, but they don't even list all the directors. Some secrets, I guess. It is like Westworld in that way. There's obviously more to the story that we don't know yet, and it's feeding it to us a little at a time. I would say some things about it are more dense than Westworld and some things are less. I'm not catching like music cues like I did in, in, in Westworld and things like that, but also the ramifications of the time travel and could they change things in the past and all that. I've been watching a lot of time travel stories yesterday and this is playing <laughs> lately and this is playing right into all of that. I just reviewed the movie Synchronicity from 2015, 2016. If you want to check out that review, it's available now. So, not getting into any more spoilers than I already have. The first two episodes have me completely hooked. Um, Vincenzo Natale, who did make movies like Nothing and Splice and the original Cube, it, he makes a surreal show without being visually surreal. Like the, I say surreal, you expect swirling colors and trees that kind of move. And No, no, no. It just it kind of feels surreal. There's some gritty realness to some of the stuff that happens now, but when she's in the future, it just kind of feels otherworldly almost. I don't know. I like the feel of the show. I like the cinematography. It feels more like a movie. They've spent a lot of money on it. The special effects are good, what the special effects there are, and there's enough mystery to keep me going. They did enough twists in the second episode to let me know over the next six episodes are going to follow. I have no idea what's going to come. I read a little bit about what the book is about, and this seems to be a different take on the material. I don't think it's following exactly what the book was about because some of the characters are already different, or at least they're acting different in the beginning. We need to find out more about the future. We need to find out more about, well, the current time is 2032 in the show, and we go forward to 2099, 2100. So there's a little bit of future in all of it, but some close future, some's a far future. 
I think the acting has stayed great. Um, there's been some nice twists. The Cure finally did work on Mom, so let's. what's going to happen after that? I think everybody's on board with believing this is real. So now what happens? Do they keep sending people back in time to stop them? Do the missions stay in the future? Do the missions start happening in the past to stop something in the future? Is that what this is all about? Why are they doing it? The guys who are funding it kind of said, you know, it's out of curiosity, and I think there's a lot more to it than that, obviously. But we're not going to get all the answers in the first season if they're already working on season two. I'm excited by that prospect. So far, so good. Another Amazon Prime series is worth watching. A cut above some of the more action-oriented stuff. This is HBO-level Watchmen Westworld-type stuff, and I'm digging it. So check out The Peripheral. First two episodes are up streaming. New episodes on Fridays on Amazon Prime. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. Thanks for checking out this review. More podcasts are on the way. More tweaks to my audio system. Let me know how I'm doing. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.